0: Wow.
2: Hello and welcome to the Bonjour Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself, Pete, Al the devil.
3: How you doing? What's going on? Hello, Christopher. I have. uh, I am currently um, picking out a little bit of carrot from my uh, microphone pop shield. uh, A fact that you found rather disgusting. But hey, I'm on a carrot diet, baby. That's what I'm doing. Even though I didn't (laughs) eat carrots all weekend, I ate. uh, I went to my mum and dad's house, and uh, my mum had just been to ASDA and got quite a lot of shit in. So I've just been eating whatsets all weekend, really. (laughs) sits and carrots. sits and the carrots. Pete yeah, diet. exactly. Yeah, I mean, anything that's anything's orange and tubular, I'll put in my mouth. And that's a guarantee.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh good God. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> what some nice imagery to kick off yeah. the show? As always, there <laughs> it is. Of course, though. Do you not so special about today? Oh, I do this every time to you, and you'd never know the answer. No, because I mean it could anyway. be a
3: million different things. Is it the day that you are going to uh, <laughs> commit an atrocity? I don't know what, you, what <laughs> this day is. <laughs> I'm not idiot. I mean, no, no, it's better than that. It's Natsuki's birthday. Hey! Yay! <laughs> Natsuki's birthday happy on birthday. today. <laughs> Lovely, yeah. Happy many happy returns. Shame he's not here. Tanjoubi and yes. all
2: that. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Tanjoubi ovedetto. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, do you know how I remember his birthday? Oh, you know, it, it took me nine years to remember Natsuki's birthday. Why is that then? And um, the only way I remember it is it's the same day that Nagasaki got bombed, oh, uh, which good. he told me about good when we stuff. were in Nagasaki filming Journey Across Japan. Yeah, he was like. Uh, he was like, what day is Nagasaki bomb? And I was like, eh, August 9th. He was like, that's my birthday. <laughs> and I forever linked the two events. <laughs> oh and that's God. how I remember. I, I never remembered it. Right. I just never remembered I, it. I'd till be man, worried so. that you
3: remembered the nag- the bombing of Nagasaki over your friend's birthday, though. So if you remember one, you remember <laughs> the other. I I would prefer that you remember Natsuki's birthday first. That's all I'm saying, Guy. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I, I don't know. I,
2: I have an interest in history, World War Two <laughs> history, I think. Maybe that's why it's in my mind. I don't
3: know oh, okay. and
2: I always forget how old Natsuki is yeah. uh, I think he's 48 or 49 this year maybe mm. 48 yeah. same age as Rioteri and he was yeah. and he was tested he's out in Bikini
3: Atoll wasn't he he was, he was tested out He's tested <laughs> out in the big Natsuki mushroom Natsuki. cloud yeah, yeah yeah interesting fascinating
2: oh, well it probably fucking is with the amount of cigarettes he has but uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, got a, I didn't get him anything for his birthday I'll probably do like a shout out for his cameo go and Go and yeah. get a cameo for Natsuki. Yeah. Uh, or go and, go and, uh, what I want to do is try and, because Natsuki spent the entire year doing cameo, right? Mm-hmm. Making birthday messages for everyone. Uh, I'd like everyone to make a birthday message for Natsuki and bombard his Instagram messages yeah. with lots of videos singing happy birthday. So if mm-hmm. you listen, guys, go and do that. Even though his podcast is probably coming out a day or two after <laughs> his birthday,
3: <laughs> it's never too late to wish
2: Natsuki happy birthday, is it? Yeah, uh, including you, Pete. All right, I'm gonna. I, you know you.
3: what? I mean, sod it. I mean, look, this is just do it now. Instagram, right? We'll just find Natsuki This is Natsuki. A, this is the workplace, Pete. You can't have fun work in the workplace. workplace. Not the work- Natsuki the man. That's him on uh, Instagram, isn't it? That is it. Uh, okay, right? His only present. How do online. I send him a message? How do I? What uh, I bloody name? No. <laughs> message. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. uh, uh Yeah. Uh, I have got the. Yeah. We're in. Hey, Natski. <laughs> Just on the phone with Chrissy Broad, and just want to say many happy returns. Tanjo be over there too, and look after yourself, alright? Bye! There you go, send him on. He's, he, he's not going to
2: have a clue what you just said. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. translated. <laughs> He'll know
3: it's his birthday, though. He'll be happy there. Yeah, he likes there you, though. You're done. his favourite person. I like to do my admin yeah. when I'm doing other admin. <laughs> just get it done, get it sorted out, mate. It's fine. Kill two bears with one exactly. stone Exactly on, on. Exactly my friend But
2: uh, <laughs> yeah I think I'm seeing Natsuki next week Lovely. So we'll we'll celebrate then And I saw him the other day He's got Whenever I see Natsuki He's he's starting some sort of business idea yeah. That's really badly flawed Right And in some way. <laughs> this time <laughs> he's, He owns a hair salon right He owns a beauty salon And uh, he's decided to get into the lucrative coffee business Ooh. Oh lordy But it's not any coffee yeah. It's not just any coffee It's coffee that's overpriced, <laughs> decaffeinated, and made from rice or something. So it's oh. not even coffee. He's literally got some rice or something, fermented it, <laughs> put it in a can, and he's like, "This is special coffee." Right. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> when he told me about this, he just sort of went down the the list. And at first, he was like, "I'm going to make a coffee." I was like, "Brilliant! I like coffee. I'll buy it." Yeah. And then he's like, "But 800 yen." I was like, ooh, overpriced by a factor <laughs> of three, unless it's like." The the coffee beans of the jungles of Colombia made crafted or whatever like special coffee beans. Yeah. He was like, no, made from rice. I was like, oh, is that is that coffee? Is it right? Is and it then he was rice, like, and rice coffee, no caffeine,
3: no caffeine. <laughs> it's it's yeah, just yeah, right. Yeah. It's just congee. You've just made congee. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it just sounds like something out of Natsuki's bathtub. Yeah, I don't know. And and what annoys like his his wife Asami yeah. is, who's awesome and the, pretty much the brains behind the yeah, organisation sort of when think. it comes to running the business <laughs> um, in Japan like well yeah in Japan like the the wife and mother they, they take care of the finances really yeah. which is probably good but I'm amazed she sort of followed Natsuki down the rabbit hole of dodgy coffee yeah. on this one because yeah. I was just sitting there eating yakitori with them both eating my skewers and I was like oh Asami is this a is this a good idea and she's like oh yeah I'll just do whatever
3: natsuki wants right and it's
2: just like no stop don't do this maybe like, get natsuki to do one, do one of your
3: it's great schemes i suppose yeah but it might be massive suggestions. they might get i don't know how you launch a new coffee brand based on rice in in japan but hey <laughs> uh it's probably best that i don't know lest i do it <laughs> No,
2: but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i'll probably be forced to promote it um, but we'll see but he's mm. one one thing he has done that is pretty cool he's uh, he's got a vending machine outside the front of his ah, salon nice and the idea is to sell these sort products. of incredible rare products yeah, yeah. like natsuki coffee yeah. i don't know if it's going to be called that hopefully not mm. uh, but he's got these guy he's making like these special products that you can't buy anywhere else and i can't remember what the other one was he he's working on something else that's equally as Sketchy. I think it was some sort of tea. <laughs> right, they didn't have tea in it. So yeah, it'll be an interesting vending machine. It's, <laughs> like, look, it's the wacky it's world great, of Natsuki vending. It's machine. just
3: great that the food, uh, you know, the whoever the USDA version is of uh, in Japan. I'm just glad they're so relaxed that Natsuki can just make his own <laughs> bathtub coffee. And uh, you know, I mean, you say these unique products that you can't buy anywhere else. I mean, <laughs> there's I mean, a reason. I d- you know, I d- <laughs> I do a po every day. <laughs> That's a unique product you can't what? get anywhere else. I create oh my, my own God. products every day. Like, do you want to buy that, Chris? I mean, yeah. I mean, the market will <laughs> decide up. eventually, won't it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the market's already decided, too. It doesn't want that. But, like, you know, I like that. I, I like that Natsuki's entrepreneurial. Yeah. He's got a kind of entrepreneurial spirit, and he just needs a bit more business acumen to mm. twin with it, and he'll he'll be able to take it to a whole new level. Um, but uh, I, I, it sounds really cool the idea of like just getting a vending machine and making products to put in it yeah. like I'm actually kind of interested in doing that myself I'll see how he does it first Yeah, but if if, if, it, if he pulls it off if <laughs> somehow he defies the laws of physics mm. and common sense and Natsuki Coffee takes off <laughs> then I will get my own vending machine stick it in Sendai and fill it with various crappy things and see if I can flog like in a Braun Japan t-shirt they well, I mean, I aren't that, crappy, they're good quality. I
3: mean, I dare say that uh, his uh, the, the footfall uh, walking past your office building uh, that you're in now, uh, compared to Natsuki's, uh, Natsuki's salon, <laughs> is uh, two very different situations. So I imagine you might be a little bit more successful.
2: Well, that's another thing. His vending machine is like, it's in front of his shop, and mm. his shop isn't on like a high street, it's right. like in a field. So you'd have to okay. really go out of your way to use said... Vending machine. <laughs> so there's just, like, a lot of problems here Solid. that need to be worked through. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. But we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm cheering him on. Yeah. I'm going to blindly too. support him. Yeah. No matter what the cost, we'll see what happens. Good. But, uh, go Natsuki. I put out a video this morning. I was up until 4.30 in the morning. Oh, healthy. While you were just going to bed. <laughs> what a healthy boy. I was body. going to sleep. <laughs> I know, right? It's, uh pretty bad <laughs> I, uh, put out, I put out a video about scams in Japan though I finally turned one of our most popular podcast episodes yeah. came out I think like two years ago into a YouTube video yes. because obviously loads of our listeners on the podcast don't watch Abroad in Japan lots of viewers on Abroad in Japan don't watch the podcast so vice versa mm. but I finally talked about the um, the experience where one of our listeners Laura lost $6,000 on a night out in Shinjuki mm. and uh, if you haven't seen episode or heard the podcast go and check it out guys because please don't come to Tokyo and lose all that money when Japan finally reopens I think it'll be a real tragedy And we've had so many stories like that over the years haven't we yeah where people have just like lost money dodgy street touts have robbed them dry mm. what do you think of it Pete what do you think of robbery
3: <laughs> i'm not pro <laughs> is it your favorite thing i'm not pro it's uh it's kind of <laughs> like uh yeah i mean it, it doesn't happen very often but i think you, you you're right w- w- to make a video about it because obviously um the it, that story was told specifically to this podcast i suppose and and you know that story's not really mm. out there anywhere else and it's a, an atrocious an atrocious thing for anyone to uh go through but uh yeah and and also chris I've, I've, I don't think I've ever heard you do an advert for NordVPN like every other bloody YouTuber. So, well done. ExpressVPN, I'll have <laughs> sorry, you, mate. Sorry, sorry. ExpressVPN. Oh, God. ExpressVPN. I'm so sorry. Uh, they're the it's better the good ones. One. Yeah, they're the better ones. Um, Definitely. Uh, actually, uh, Nord uh, tricked me into... Uh, into tricked you? I, I didn't read the small print on a, on a subscription. And, uh, you know, I've got, I've got like two years of bloody NordVPN I paid for. Uh, so... I'm very Aww. much an Express VPN man. <laughs> I completely good man, good agree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've yeah, never, I mean, I I never heard you comments. do I've never seen you do one before, and mm. uh, and it was it was very well done. Didn't mind it. Like good it, man. Thank you. Yeah, there
2: you go. I mean, I, I don't really do ads in abroad Japan videos, no. and it's not like a policy I'm going to reverse anytime soon. The no. reason I said yes was, I think every day for the last five years, every VPN under the sun has messaged me asking yeah. to collab, and I'm like, uh no. But I've actually used ExpressVPN for like two years mm. and when they and they just would not approach me. Like in the ad read, I'm bitter that they didn't like approach me earlier. I've had everyone. And they're like sponsoring like Joey's videos. i right. like, Come and ask me. I actually use the bloody product. But uh yeah. But no, uh, good, they work. And um but yeah, laser comments were like, Wow, this is really trippy. I'll in Japan doing an ad read. Well because don't you, because worry. you don't, generally don't do generally do it.
3: I do all of them on uh, on the podcast. And, and it's rare that you mm. and I but I like the way you're doing them. You should do more. Please do more, thank you. I'll do more, yeah, <laughs> do definitely. More. Thank you.
2: I mean like the thing is though, I, I and and when you do ad reads, I like, I've always worried that oh are people gonna be critical how they feel oh, about it. As long as you shit. don't do too many, I think it's fine. They can
3: use that skippy skip skip button, can't they? Don't worry about it.
2: They can. But okay. I think how do, me, how like... do
3: people think that things get paid for? People complain about the adverts on all of our podcasts. On all our podcasts, and it's like, well, good. Well, yeah, we can't. We can't do. This <laughs> well, wouldn't good. exist. This this whole endeavor would not exist unless <laughs> yeah, you had adverts. You maniacs.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, we don't have that many ads by the standards of other podcasts. I think, but like, I you know that ad. The reason I said <laughs> yes is a. I use the product, and b. Yeah. The you know the income you get from a sponsor is is like the equivalent of like half a dozen YouTube videos because yeah. the ad revenue is quite famously very low, volatile yeah. on YouTube even these days and yeah. if I can make one video get the sponsored money from that and use that to produce other videos and not have ads in those videos then that for me. Is a sort of good trade off. It's you're a balancing only, act. You're really. only so, going to spend it on yeah.
3: another fucking studio. So it, it, in the end, <laughs> it all goes back into the. <laughs> money well spent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Money well spent. I, yeah. I
2: put my money where my mouth is. Exactly. Well, if I'm not buying a billion dollar elaborate 1980s studio, I'm doing something stupid like Jenny Across Japan, which finally, <laughs> finally is coming out this week. I can't believe it's coming out on Sunday. Hey. More on that in the next podcast, though. <laughs> uh, we've got a story this week from Nina who says Dear smitten Chris, Smitten Chris. All oh, right, I get it. Charla, isn't it? Uh, Dear Smitten Chris and personable Pete, <laughs> I have a story to tell from my first and only visit to Japan in the spring of 2015. My trip was the standard Golden Route, which meant I eventually arrived in Kyoto. The Golden Route, of course, is Tokyo, Kyoto often a bit of Hakone thrown in. Uh, On one of the days, I planned to visit the Kiyomizudera, Kinkakuji, and another temple I've forgotten the name of, so I had to start the day early by my standards. It was 9am on a Friday when I arrived at the central bus station. Despite there being only mild rush hour traffic on the way into the city from my hostel and no queue for any other bus in sight, the bus to Kiyomizudera was packed to the brim with everyone from foreigners to Japanese grandmothers with big brimmed hats. After an uncomfortable ten-minute journey, we all finally disembarked into a crowd of yet more people. There were even policemen telling people to stay back from the road, leading to the temple and herding us into groups of onlookers. Not knowing if a bomb had gone off or if this was just how things had done in Japan, I did as I was told, until eventually, in the distance, there came an uh, an envoy, uh, a convoy of police cars and SUVs. It seemed that an official of some kind was going up to the temple. After the initial excitement died down, the police finally let the masses be on their way and I started climbing up the hill. Noticing a group of older American tourists up ahead, I caught up with them and commented that the hubbub was rather unexpected. As it turns out, Michelle Obama was at the temple on a trip promoting the Let's Girls Learn initiative. She was given a tour around Kyoto, which meant the temple was closed off for exactly the time that I plan to be there. Thank you, Michelle Obama. All the best from a Croatian listener, Nina. Bitter there, bitter about Michelle Obama having <laughs> a day in KJ, or <laughs> <laughs> one of Michelle's Michelle Obama's clever team yeah. secretly promoting their charity. Let's go, Girl, let's girls learn initiative. Mm. Is that what it's called? Let go, oh, let girls learn initiative. Let girls learn, <laughs> Chris. Girls. Let the girls learn for crying out loud. I want them to learn. Stop preventing the girls, girls from learn. learning. So
3: that's good. It's uh, it probably filming in <laughs> uh, one of our humorous videos with Ellen. Remember she did that one in that shop. That was really funny. I enjoyed that.
2: Each to their own feet, each to their own.
3: But uh, <laughs>
2: one man's comedy is not another man's I went to, I'm going to Kyoto this week actually. Oh. I go to the No actually I won't go to the Kiyomizu dairy temple. Yeah. I've been there a lot recently. What are you gonna do? It's nice
3: doing it. Have you been there, Kiyomizu? Uh no, I don't think you have actually. Have I? Would I have been? Is that something that I would have gone to? Ha ha ha. It's it's like the most famous
2: temple in Kyoto, maybe after the Golden Pavilion. It's uh, ah, okay. it's the one you see in all the photos of Kyoto, overlooking the city on the on the mountainside. Oh, and you I get see a beautiful see. sweeping view. I think I've been really to the, beautiful. I think place.
3: I've been to the Golden one. So oh pure, ah, that's cool. Kyo Mizudera Pure Water Temple. That's nice. <laughs> good. Yeah, 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 good stuff.
2: And they've they've just they've just refurbished it, so it looks really nice at the moment. Yeah, it's brand new. It's 500 years old, but it's also brand new. <laughs> Box it's fresh. that sort of weird like it's got that new temple it's smell. A, it's an old ancient building. Yeah, it's an old ancient building that stood here forever, but we've replaced it 4,000 times, and yeah. none of the original components are intact. <laughs> it is a Triggers Broom for any fools and horses. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the news this week, though? Oh. Kia Isidera, aside, what have you got? What's going on in Japan,
3: Chris? Have <laughs> you ever? Have you ever been like sat at home, uh, just chilling out, editing a video or whatever, and someone's rang you up uh, demanding that you buy a load of fucking crab?
2: <laughs> oh, happens every Tuesday. Yeah, I, I mean, know, right? W-
3: w- no. What? What? Well, in, what? T- well, in 2021, <laughs> uh, in 2021 alone, there has been uh, reported 5,189 cases of. Unwanted crab sales uh, to the Japanese populace. People, companies, unscrupulous crab people are phoning up uh, uh, Ah. just randoms, uh, um, rando-larissians, and uh, just basically (laughs) sending them crab and charging them for the crab that they have sent, if you know what I mean. So it's called mm, it's called negative option sense. sales, where a company constantly sends uh, a product and automatically charges for it until the customer s- tells them to stop. It's basically how pretty much every other subscription service <laughs> works, <laughs> I think. <laughs> pretty much. That. Why crabs? I don't why know. Crabs? I mean, look, they they a lot of well, why crabs? I think I think fishermen <laughs> and crab? people who have access to crabs probably had quite a rough couple of years during the <laughs> pandemic, and it's probably like a quite. It's probably quite a good story to sort of go, I've had a rough couple of years because of the pandemic. My crabbing yield hasn't been very high. The restaurants have been closed. Please, won't you buy some of my lovely crabs and uh, yeah they've been getting cases of seafood sent to their home by cash and delivery and and they are uh, the National Consumer Affairs Centre of Japan have got involved they've said uh, please don't accept any unordered items crab or otherwise uh, and instead uh, take note of the (laughs) sender's information and report it and it's kind of like these are just the reported cases there are there will be a, a wealth of people uh, you know, with their houses stinking of crab legs, uh, just just upset that they've uh, had crab sent to them unsolicited. So, or rather, solicited. Uh, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, how much is too much crab? I reckon I could pile through quite a lot if I had the wherewithal and the and the crab, uh, the crab claw, um, smashing little pincers you get. <laughs> <laughs> too much crab. Yeah. I mean,
2: what is it with crab-related news stories this year? Do you remember the story we had earlier in the year where a guy? got fined like $2,000 for boiling a crab in the kettle of a hotel room. And the smell of the boiling crab ruined the room, allegedly. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, that is really weird. Imagine coming to tidy a room, opening up the kettle to clean it, and there's just a, a dead crab. In there, what is it with crab stories in Japan?
3: Why is there so many crabs? He's pr- he's God damn it! Just, he's probably look, He's probably he probably got sent a load of crabs, and he just needs to fucking eat them for every <laughs> meal. And he had to take to a hotel. That was his kind of game. But apparently, um, the 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 Sorry News Twenty Four uh, article uh, that we're reading uh, almost word for word is uh, basically uh, at the end. Uh, One of the writers kind of got involved with um, something called uh, a lucky bag of imperfect goods through Amazon. Basically, you can buy imperfect (laughs) seafood on Amazon. uh, And uh, basically, because of Japan's very, um, obviously, they've got very exacting standards when it comes to food. Uh, All of this kind of like in, in massive inverted commas massive inverted crab claws uh, 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 you know uh, uh, imperfect uh, seafood it's actually quite good seafood uh, so you can go on Amazon mm. pay a certain amount of money you get $30 for a spin of the wheel uh, when it comes to imperfect uh, seafood and they just send you a big box of uh, frozen seafood and uh, yeah I mean like the the results were amazing There was big steam buns filled with crab he had like uh, 10 boiled snow crab legs he had uh, 5 snow crab claws 4 crab filled dumplings soy sauce Sauce flavored fish, miso flavored fish. I mean, it's just loads of gyoza. I mean, f- for thirty dollars, you're eating like a fucking crab king.
2: I mean, that's Natsuki's birthday present. <laughs> sorted out, him, isn't it? A mystery get box. Him, get him a mystery of box imperfect of imperfect seafood. Yeah,
3: that's, oh. that's your next video, mate. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: spend a thousand dollars on imperfect seafood from Amazon. <laughs> Give me a million views. I mean, I am just baffled by this. Nothing about this makes sense. No. It's crab
3: sticks. It's just, yeah. it's delicious. They do
2: love crab in Japan, though. You yeah. do get like we had a good crab, didn't we? We came to uh, we went to Sapporo we did. for the uh, the Christmas mark the, the snow market, crab snow legs. market. We Little had a nice market. a pile of crab. Oh yeah, we ate loads of crabs because if you go to Hokkaido, guys, crabs are have a local dish. And and the woman who worked at the restaurant was furious because we were not scooping out the crab. Yeah. meat from the crab's legs in an efficient, in an efficient manner, and she came back. over and was like, "No." She remember she like picked up the leg off the table and was like, "You need to get the meat out properly." And she started scooping <laughs> it out for twenty minutes. Uh, what a bizarre spectacle! Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, there you go. Mm. I never thought I would hear the phrase "mystery box of imperfect seafood," but now we have. Uh, that's all <laughs> we need to know. Um, there you go. I, I I now know what happens if I get a knock at the door one night. And a box of crabs turns out, turns up at my door. I know how to act. I know what to go and do. (laughs) Chuck (laughs) it in the bin. Uh, (laughs) What a ridiculous story, honestly. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in The Fax Machine.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week, Mr. Dawson? from our listeners?
1: We got a message from
3: who we got here? three Hello three uh, my name is three. I'm from Geelong in uh, Victoria, Australia. Greetings uh Kuchisubishi uh, Chris, which I think is is lonely mouth, isn't it? like you're hunk like it's basically like you ha- your mouth is lonely, so you mm. just keep eating. <laughs> that's good
2: yeah it's an actual phrase kuchi sabashi kuchi means mouth sabashi means lonely and it's a phrase that i I, you know what i you always read about this in articles like there's a phrase in japan that means lonely mouth when you're hungry but i've never heard anyone actually use (laughs) it yeah yeah. i feel it right now though anyway i am
3: a budding off-road enthusiast i want to know how popular camping is and do japanese people also engage in off-roading activities when they go camping that sounds a bit rude Uh, is the mighty Toyota Land Cruiser a common sight like you would see in regional and rural Australia do people tow trailers horses camping trails etc countergards 3 I really want um, a big uh, a big off-road vehicle Chris that's got one of those uh, winches on the front and I want to be able to pull a winch I want to knock a tree down with a big winch (laughs) that's what I want to do And for what reason do you want to have this power? Because I fucking want to, mate. Because I fucking want to do that.
2: (laughs) Masculine male. Yeah. (laughs) Real masculinity there. I mean, (laughs) this Toyota Land Cruiser, that's the one that was on Top Gear, right? Is the indestructible car. They rode it around the desert, destroyed it, and it still worked. I think, like, Toyotas just don't die. But a Toyota Land Cruiser, I don't think I've ever seen it in Japan. It just doesn't really... Exists. I, they've got smaller, like, smaller little trucks, but not the big old Land Cruiser. Right. I don't Right. Because I, they're just not needed here. What is there to pull around, other than boxes of fucking unwanted crabs? <laughs> I don't know why you'd want one. <laughs> all the little um,
3: vans, I really like those little vans that uh, they have all around the streets. Because, obviously, the streets are very narrow as well, like the back streets when you're delivering stuff. So, like, in the cities, you occasionally see the odd Land Rover out and about, but, I mean, it. it I think it also is between... Small truck to tractor, and there's nothing in between, really, is there?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, we've got the K cars, right? You know, K cars, tiny little cars, mm. yellow number plates, and you get to pay like less taxes, and they're cheaper to run. Yeah. I, I've never really seen the appeal of K cars personally, and it's a very sort of unique thing to Japan, but it's a whole different branch of cars. Right. It's like mini cars. They're like, they're like toys, K cars. They're very bizarre. Yeah. They cost an absolute arm and a leg. They're pretty pricey. But they have, like, no power. But people like them because, obviously, everyone lives in the city, urban lifestyle. Yeah. And they're great for, like, parking and driving around little tight, narrow spaces. And they're pretty cheap to run if you can cough up the money to buy one. But I've never really seen the appeal. It's yeah. the sort of car you would buy, though. You're a K-Car buyer.
3: Three what, and three. What? I'm going to see what a K car Japan. I'm going to have a look
2: they're very boxy
3: k cars uh, oh i like that i like the ones that are like really old school though like they're, yeah they're really boxy aren't they they look like something out of minecraft i like the ones that are like <laughs> i like the ones i used to have in like, the nights like the 60s and stuff oh these look good i like old stupid looking cars definitely yeah you're right i'm, I'm back on board yeah <laughs> <laughs> No further questions yeah i'm definitely it. into this
2: i knew you'd want one but yeah, yeah. k cars pretty cool But, yeah, I don't really see the appeal to get a proper car (laughs) with a bigger engine. Uh, We've got a story for here from uh, Shane from Sydney. He says, Hi, Chris and Pete. Last time we visited Japan, it was just the two of us, um, so we didn't have to worry about where kids are allowed. For example, Mm. I'm wondering, are kids allowed in Izakaya pubs, or is it just frowned upon? Is there anywhere else that we should be aware of? Thank you for the hard work, guys. Uh, All the best. Uh, Shane from Sydney. I think, I think kids are allowed in izakayas. It's just people don't normally take them because right. they're loud and izakayas are more of an adult place. Could be wrong there, but yeah, you don't really see kids in izakayas. It's not like no. a pub where people sort of bring their kids. Izakayas are a bit more like adult-focused, I'd say. You don't smoke in their lungs,
3: do not You don't smoke in the lungs. I think that's the, that would be the biggest uh, kind of... Uh, well, yeah, for yeah.
2: Me. although... Most restaurants, there's a Kais, you can't smoke in them now in, uh, in Japan, to be fair. Right. So ah. that issue's kind of died off a bit. And it, thank God, because it wasn't very nice. Mm. Uh, my, the thing that I hate the most is uh, like hotels with smoking rooms. Like whenever yeah. I book Natsuki hotel, he always insists on getting a, <laughs> a smoking room. And it just seems something inherently yuck and uh, yeah. about smoking tell, you, in a you, small contained room.
3: You can tell, and you know, the cleaning staff are really diligent and they work really hard. But still, you just cannot, if you stay in a in a smoking room and you're not a smoker, or even a, an ex-smoking room that was kind of converted into a non-smoking, sorry, a smoking room that was converted into an ex-smoking room. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can just still it's just got a vibe to it, got a real kind of like. Nasal signature to it <laughs> It does,
2: it does I, I would rather go in a room where someone has boiled a cramp in the kettle Than <laughs> go in a room where someone uh, has uh, smoked where, <laughs> <is smoking>. where, <laughs> <laughs> where someone has smoked a pack of Marlborough yeah. gold Like yeah, you, you can't get rid of it You have to like completely destroy the room basically to get yeah. rid of it So lots of hotels have got rid of the, the smoking rooms But the smell and the scent and the stained walls have forever yeah. lingered on Um, so yeah it's it's not good got a story here from uh, Chris that's a good name Uh, hello podcast tag team champions of the world here in the states I love going to flea markets thrift stores and yard sales Uh, also known as car boot sales and charity shops for you Brits Uh, and we love looking for things like vinyl records and pop culture memorabilia are flea markets and the such popular in Japan thank you for all you do guys all the best Chris I mean, record stores in Japan are so damn good, and of course we still have Tower Records uh, in <clears throat> most big cities where you can go in and buy, you know, myst- mysterious items like CDs and cassettes that have long been sort of forgotten over in the UK and over in yeah. North America. Like, can you buy a CD in a shop these days in the UK?
3: Um, maybe in a maybe in a yeah, supermarket, but I think um, the the places I was really impressed with the provision of uh, in particular record and sort of pop and poster culture was uh, osaka um I don't remember. time bomb time bomb records uh presumably mm. named after the rancid song um they they did a real specialization <laughs> in, in punk rock uh, records and stuff so yeah around osaka around uh, dot and bori and stuff there's loads of really fucking good record uh, shops but i mean be prepared to Spend a bit more than you than you would usually be willing, uh, mm. but they are usually beautifully uh, kept and well and well preserved and well restored as well. Um, flea markets, you Occasionally, say like I I'll never seek seek them out, and I'm an absolute pervert for a car boot myself. <laughs> but uh, I. Um, uh, I saw one in Yoyogi Park. There was like this impromptu kind of one where people just had a lot of stalls out and stuff. So maybe that that happens more and more these days. But uh, yeah, I, well, the, the great thing about like flea market stuff is, you'll occasionally like, you see little flea market-y stalls inside um, department stores like uh, Tokyo Hands. You'll, mm. On the ground floor, you'll sometimes just see a guy selling you know i've bought a few before old um television radio sets and stuff because he just loves that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. and so like but everything's just so well so, so well kept so um you won't necessarily find a bargain but you'll definitely buy some of the the best kept stuff around yeah i'd say that's accurate mm. i mean there's uh, japan
2: is really good for second hand good stores yeah um like the the most popular chain or the most common chain is probably hard off is yeah. cool which i've always found quite a bizarre name for a shop it's not as bad what was the name I saw a a discount children's clothing store once called Starvations and I thought that was in poor taste it's quite in poor taste who thought that was an appropriate name for a discount clothing store for kids wow. Starvations I felt the same way about Hard Off and Jerk Off and all these weird like department store names but Hard Off's really good for buying like uh, discount like electronics if I want to go and look at technology from the '80s or '90s, and yeah. buy it in brand like brand new condition. That's where I go. I go to hard-off. Um, or like uh, Super Potato. Even though it's very pricey in Tokyo for video game stuff, you yeah. could buy like a a brand uh, what looks like a brand new SNES or Game Boy down there for you know a reasonable m- amount of money. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Japan's really good for it. Um, I'd say it's really, and because people take really good care of their stuff here. I, I think it's to do with Shintoism maybe it's just part of the culture. I don't know. Ryotaro told me when people grow up, when when you're growing up in Japan, your parents sort of uh, place upon, uh, sort of place upon you the importance of the physical world. And so like, if you're kicking a table or being a bit of a dick, your parents be like, no, don't kick, table san don't break Mr. Pencil like they'll they'll sort of make it seem like the things around you have a life force in them It sounds like <laughs> something out of Star Wars like the Jedi but like they, they believe that there's like a life force in everything around us right that yeah. the tables made from wood which was once a, a tree living living thing like mm. you know. so they're, they're, they're respectful of things there yeah. and that's partly why you can go into a second hand goods store and people have taken incredible care of items where we might not have in the UK like car boot sales in the UK are pretty rough like there's just like smashed pieces of rubbish everywhere it's like it's closer to like rummaging through a bin rummaging through garbage (laughs) in the UK when you go to a car boot sale than to actually like buy things of good quality that are old Yeah. yeah Japan's good for it uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys. To Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now.
3: Ta-da.
1: Is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: Hold up.